0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Alberta Roundup. I'm your host, Rachel Emanuel. I hope that you guys are enjoying your Easter weekend so far. Thanks for taking a pause from your celebrations to join me today on the Alberta Roundup. Here's what we're going to be looking at on today's show. Alberta Premier Daniel Smith has sent a legal notice to CBC News. We're also going to be taking a look at the rising criminal activity in both Edmonton and Calgary. And Calgary Mayor Jody Gondick had an uncomfortable moment this week when she walked away from the podium simply because she was asked a difficult question. Finally, I have a follow-up for you guys from last week's story on election tabulators. All that and more happening now on the Alberta Roundup. Okay, guys, our first story here. Alberta Premier Daniel Smith's legal team is telling CBC News to retract and apologize for a recent story under threat of a defamation suit. We covered this story extensively last week. Of course, the story in question refers to contact Alberta Premier Daniel Smith's office has had with justice officials regarding charges stemming from the Koots border blockade. The letter, dated Sunday, gives notice of the Premier's intention to, quote, bring an action against the CBC. Last week, we talked about a newly released call between Premier Smith and controversial street pasker and the former leader of the Independence Party, Arthur Pulowski. On the call, Smith tells Pulowski she's been in weekly contact with justice officials over Pulowski's charges. CBC's report argues that the call reveals that Smith's conversations, quote, with top Alberta justice officials about pandemic-related prosecutions were more frequent and specific than she has admitted publicly. The Premier has, of course, already responded to the report. She said she's been honest with the public that she's been in contact with her justice officials and the Justice Minister about charges stemming from the Kootenay border blockade and the COVID-19 pandemic. She's been asking if these charges are still in the public interest and if there's a likelihood of conviction. CBC has, of course, released a series of reports about these conversations the premier has had with justice officials. And Smith's lawyer is arguing that this latest report from CBC is seeking to, quote, revive a manufactured controversy. The letter to CBC says, quote, the CBC now again blatantly ignores the premier's prior statements and recasts the harmful and defamatory narrative of unlawful interference and deceit by the premier and her office. CBC was given until April 28th to comply with the request of the letter, which demands a retraction of the latest story and an apology under threat of further action under the Defamation Act. CBC head of public affairs Chuck Thompson said the CBC stands by its reporting on this story and if necessary, will defend it in court. Moving into our next story here, Premier Smith has directed officials in Edmonton and Calgary to hire 100 more police officers to be on the streets amid rising crime in both Edmonton and Calgary. Between July 2022 and January 2023, Edmonton's LRT and transit centers have experienced a 75% increase in criminal activity. The situation is similar in Calgary, where criminal activity at LRT stations increased by 46% between 2021 and 2022. Premier Smith said the province is working on addressing addictions and homelessness, the root causes of this criminal activity, But it won't compromise on the safety of Calgarians and Edmontonians, meanwhile. At a press conference earlier this week, she said, quote, safety on public streets is never negotiable. Edmonton Chief of Police Dale McPhee also had plenty to say about why more street officers are needed. Take a listen to his comments. Many ask, why do we need more frontline officers? Well, let me share yesterday's highlights in the city of Edmonton to give you a bit of a perspective. We arrested a person in transit carrying a replica handgun and a crossbow. Two members went to a convenience store and were attacked by a man with an axe where non-lethal force was used to subdue him and arrest him. Police attended a call shortly after with a male. They arrived, one of the officers was punched in the face. And then we responded to a female that was in trouble being beat up. And again, the person wanted to fight. And moving into the controversy of the week at this same press conference, Calgary mayor Jody Gondek was asked a tough question about her record on the police. While she was still a councillor in Calgary, Gondek voted to reduce the police budget. The editor-in-chief of the Counter-Signal, Kean Baxte, asked Mayor Gondek to defend her record at that press conference earlier this week. A uh, question for Mayor Gondek, Kean with the Counter-Signal. Uh, just a few months ago, a handful of months ago, you were fighting tooth and nail again against increasing the police budget, and you're actively supporting defund the police rhetoric. I'm just wondering when you realized that police forces were not optional, did it take you know the random stabbings, wives getting stabbed, police officers getting killed to realize that it was important to fund police departments? And how can Calgarians trust you when you flip-flop on basic issues like public safety? So there you can see an absolutely shameful response from the mayor. She's unwilling to even answer the question. Meanwhile, women are being stabbed at LRT stations and simply walks away from the podium. Let's take a look at these numbers here. The average crime severity index in downtown Edmonton has increased 29% to 116 in December 22. That's up from 90 in July of the same year. This is primarily caused by an increase in serial criminal offenses, including second-degree murder assault causing bodily harm with a weapon robbery and aggravated assault in Calgary property crime occurrences nearly doubled increasing 95 percent to 463 in 2022 that's up from 238 in 2021 meanwhile public generated calls for service to LRT stations increased to 5012 last year that's up 20 from the year before moving into our next story here Alberta Premier Danielle Smith said she has confidence Elections Alberta's plan to run the upcoming provincial election because a recount will be possible if necessary. That's because Elections Alberta will be keeping all paper ballots for three months after the date of the election or after the date of a recount should one be requested. Those comments come after I reported about a group of motivated Alberta voters who are concerned about tabulators being used in the upcoming provincial vote. As I told you guys last week, Elections Alberta did confirm that they will be using electronic tabulators. For the advance vote Oling, but they also told me that they plan to retain those ballots for three months after the election should a recount be necessary. I asked premier smith about this at a press conference on monday here's what that exchange sounded like Premier, i wanted to get your thoughts on election tabulators being used in the upcoming provincial vote elections alberta has confirmed to me that they will be using tabulators mm-hmm. in the advance vote polling mm-hmm. i'm wondering if this is something that you're concerned about if you're hearing from albertans who are concerned about it and how you plan to deal with this matter i i have heard some concern about it but i have confirmed through uh, department officials that all of the votes on election day will be hand-counted. My understanding of how these voting machines work is that it is a paper ballot and even though the tabulation takes place electronically, we retain a paper ballot so that if there is any issue of needing to do a recount we will be able to, to go back to, to the, the paper ballots to do that. So I'm, I'm, I'll, uh, I've asked my, um, my department officials um, uh, to look into it again just to make sure that there aren't any concerns. And they've come back to me and, and told me that uh, that the hand count will take place the day of and that we will retain paper copies in the event that there is any issue that needs to, uh, to require a recount. Okay, guys, and now let's move into our daily comment roundup. Last week, we spoke at length about the CBC story. At that time, the premier had merely hinted that a defamation suit was possible, but we didn't have an answer on that until early Monday morning. User Mardon said, Nope, Smith didn't direct the prosecution. Last time I checked, asking questions wasn't illegal. Whiskey Tango said, If anything, the story around Smith only redoubles my support for her. And in response to my story about the independence party of Alberta turfing its former leader, Archer Pulowski. User Tammy Tatlock said, Turfed. Very interesting choice of words. Unsubscribing now. Well, considering that Tammy wants to cancel me from my choice of words, I'm guessing I just lost my only liberal subscriber. Okay, guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Easter weekend. As always, if you're able, please consider supporting independent media. You can do that over at donate.tnc.news. Have a great weekend and God bless.